Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. Nelson Figueroa, who is um, a Team Perry member. This will be his fifth year. Fifth year. In Team Lifeline, he might be getting a jacket this year. And um, we've known you for over five years. We met you many years ago as well. And you're probably uh, one of our favorite people in the world. So we want to know today, um, what inspires you? What inspires me? Um, That's a multifaceted question for me, or I should say answer from me. Um, What inspires me? I get inspired by a lot of different things. Of course, you know, baseball was one of my first true passions and it was always what I would put on everything. You know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Baseball player, baseball player, baseball player. Little do you know when you're, you know, eight years old that uh, a, a, a career is not a very long window for a professional athlete. So since my career had ended at the age of 40, which I was very blessed to do, um, it's what I've done afterwards that I've been really passionate about. My work, of course, with Team Perry has been exceptional to me and my family. I try and get as many people involved as possible. Um, it's been a great outlet. Uh, I had a cousin who uh, was a hemophiliac who was told um, first, you know, wasn't supposed to be born, then was never supposed to walk, um, then was never able, supposed to be out of a wheelchair, then was in crutches, then actually played Little League Baseball when he was 11 years old. Um, But being a hemophiliac uh, in those early days, he contracted the AIDS virus and a bad blood transfusion and um, passed away at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really hard for me. I was graduating high school and going on to college, and that was my senior year, and kind of turned my world upside down. And any uh, chance I had to kind of give back and help out others who weren't as fortunate um, when it comes to physical abilities and things like that, I've always taken great pride in doing work with them, the Special Olympics down in spring training. Whenever we had the clinics with those kids, it was an amazing uh, venture. I still remember we had a uh, strength coach who was trying to make the Special Olympic kids do burpees, which uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't look like burpees and didn't feel like burpees for the poor kids who were trying to figure out how to get all those different uh, elements involved in an exercise move. But inspires me is, is to see smiles on faces and knowing that it's something that I did. It's not monetary, it's time, uh, being able to devote time to different causes. So you say, I know time is something precious and you've taught us that, that time is really the biggest gift, but you also, just a side note, you have raised a ton of money for High Lifeline through Team Lifeline. And I think right now you're probably almost at 300,000 with the work that you've done over the past four years. Um, And that's kind of awesome because you were able to change the lives of, of many, many kids at High Lifeline. So, I mean, I think that's just awesome. So here you are, you're at the marathon, and um, Perry's crossing the finish line. Um, How would you call it as a a sportscaster? You know, it was really awesome this year for me. I kind of took a backseat. It was Scott's first time, and I wanted him to have that experience because I remember my first time 
of watching Perry cross that finish line. And this year was tough. This is the toughest year of that finish line because of the carpet. The carpet, um, yeah. The carpet really played a huge role. So I kind of moved way back and I wanted to take it all in. And I was using, you know, my camera, which had like this wide angle lens that played a nice role to see everyone being involved in that moment of her crossing the finish line. And that to me is really the, the biggest inspiration is when she makes that turn coming down the home stretch and you, the crowd, the roar of the crowd. And that's something that we can now relate on because when I pitch and I play professional baseball, the roar of the crowd was everything, you know? Right. Uh, that was their approval. That was their, you know, for a moment's notice, you knew what it was like to be, you know, I always relate to Dwight Gooden. I, I didn't have Dwight Gooden stuff, but for one brief moment, I get a strikeout in Shea Stadium and I knew that roar of the crowd was the same for him as it was for me because they were excited about what I just did. So for Perry to be able to invoke that kind of um, emotion from the crowd and people get inspired by it. Uh, people I talk to after she comes across the line, they come up to me and they ask all of, they ask questions and I tell them about us and they look it up and they want to get involved. And some people start training to run the marathon the following year. Some people, even if it's just a half marathon, even if it's just walking it, you know, people decide, you know what, if she can do that for others, then there's definitely something that I can do. And even if it's just starts with a few steps at a time, being there at that finish line has is, is always been my inspiration for the following year. I agree. Um, speaking of, who would you like to see running with us? A new team member for January 2021. A new team member for January 2021. Um, because it is that time of the year where it's before spring training, um, I'm going to see if there's any way that I can get, um, uh, whether it's a, probably one of my teammates who I would say from the uh, fantasy camp, see if I can get them to stay down a little bit longer um, through that weekend and see if they'll be able to walk with us. And so I'm going to try and recruit one of those guys, one of those older Met guys who, uh, you know, will enjoy being in Florida just a little bit longer and right. be able to help out and be able to experience this as well. And and hopefully make it part of their routine. All right. Um, you spent many hours with Paul, Perry's dad, walking <laughs> in the marathon with his mashed up feet. Um, what's the funniest or craziest thing he's ever done to date that you could think of? Craziest thing, man. I don't know if we can say that on the air. Um, but uh, Paul is just, I, I remember as we were, we were doing that first race and you know, just trying to brave the elements in the beginning. And I was so adamant that I didn't want a trash bag. I was like, I'm not putting a trash bag on, you know, I'm wearing this shirt proudly and it's got the, the, you know, the, the race number across the chest. And I wanted to, you know, I, I felt like I had the tutu on, I had all the gear. So I'm not going to mess this up with a trash bag. And Paul was like, I think you better grab a trash bag. Cause as we were going across mile two into three started raining really, really hard. And it was unseasonably cold that day. And he goes, if we're going to make it, we got to, you know, you're going to have to get that trash bag and body heat. And luckily somehow I found a trash bag along the, the route, put it on and we were walking through it. And I never forget, we we're trying to find different places. And we, our goals were going by, you know, it started out as porta potties and making it to the next porta potty or the, not the next mile, but to try and see if we could get to a place and just along the route, just trying to, not only kind of keep Paul going because he had some bad foot issues going on here, blisters going on and everything else. And it, 
everybody always says, oh man, you took so long to finish the race. And I told them from the beginning, I wasn't trying to win the race. That wasn't going to be possible. I wanted to complete the race. And so all the while, I think one of the most amazing things about Paul is that we kept pushing other people. Like if we were bringing up the rear, we knew we were better off than a lot of the people that were in front of us, but we kept motivating them as we went on. And we kept trying to, you know, give them inspiration and saying, Hey, come on, let's join as a group. Let's get to the next, you know, like I said, the next mile marker, the next, you know, uh, where there was some, some people giving out, uh, uh, water or drinks. We just kept trying to keep pushing people and motivating them to, to finish along with us. Cause it wasn't, again, it wasn't about competing. It was about completing the race. And Paul, uh, as you know, he, uh, he gets to complete the race, whereas you, Lori, you're able to compete. Um, I don't, I think every time I do it personally, I'm always so gung-ho and so well-trained right beforehand. And mm -hmm. then when it all happens, I just want to finish it in one piece. I think right. go, it's really a mental game, um, which you become good at after a while. So last question, and, and uh, we're so happy that you joined us today. <laughs> This year you came decked out, you had Tim Perry socks, you had a shirt that you made, a beautiful tutu, and you had a stunning Tim Perry cape. Our question is, did you mean it to be that small or it just showed up at your doorstop that small? You, you know, I, again, I, I didn't realize that they would be giving out capes that were all big and flashy afterwards. They, they hadn't done that before. So I, I, had, I had that Tim Perry one made. And it was supposed to kind of, you know, not be, make me a spectacle, but there, here comes Scott showing up with his, you know, he completed the Superman. He had his big Superman cape on. And uh, yeah, my cape turned into a, basically a Joe's Crab Shack. Um, but again, it was, uh, it's the thought that counts. It's not so that, funny. Supposedly size doesn't matter. So funny. Well, Nelson, you know, we love you. We're, we hope uh, you and your family stay well and healthy through this Corona virus that we're going through and um, know that uh, anything you need, give us a shout. We'll try to put it in the mail and get it to you. <laughs> but, uh, we love you guys dearly and um, we'll speak to you guys soon. Love you as well. Take care guys. Bye.